G'day, g'day! Welcome to Game Day Gabe. I'm your host, Gabe the Babe, and you're about to get an insight to the college football world. Before I start this episode, if you want me to keep continuing doing my podcast, I'd really appreciate a donation per month. So, if you want to do that, then you click on my podcast and you'll receive the Game Day with Gabe information, like on Apple Podcasts. Click into it, and it'll have something like resume at the top, or beneath beneath the button resume, there should be a blurb that says um, the most recent episode. And if you click on that blurb, or anywhere, um, just the episode description, if you can find that, um, then there's a link at the bottom, support this podcast, and then it gives you a link, HTTPS colon slash slash anchor dot fm gabriel um dash lamb slash support so if you click that link then it'll bring you to um to the anchor website where you can donate monthly like just a dollar would be fine or five dollars or something like that and then you can donate monthly and then i'll i'll have what i need to keep doing my podcast so if you have a spare moment could you please Find that and do the listener support. Thanks. What's up, Cougs fans? Today, I'm going to talk about sports in the Christmas season. To start things off, BYU got an epic win in the New Mexico Bowl against SMU. We won 24-23 on a failed two-point conversion attempt by SMU. So, Jaron Hall didn't play, right? And we started Sol J. Maeva. And he was actually really good running the ball. He's a dual-threat quarterback. He he got 95, or 95 yards rushing the whole game. And we didn't even complete a pass in the second half. I was so happy when we won. It was so good. Um, in the third quarter, Ben Bywater got a 76-yard pick six. It gave us a 17-10 lead, and it really helped us. I'm really glad that he got that. Then we went up 24-10. Um with Chris Brooks rushing touchdown and then they scored a touchdown to cut the deficit to 24-17 and then we couldn't convert a first down so we gave the ball back with about a minute and a half left give or take then they drove all the way down because our defense was playing a soft zone again we need to stop doing that but they scored a touchdown by throwing it into the end zone with eight seconds left and then for some reason they decided to go for two much to the dismay of SMU fans they would have just taken an extra point and gone to overtime. But they went for two, and we called so many timeouts to ice them. And then the quarterback ended up running it, and Jacob Robinson, um, he tackled him at the one-yard line, and we won. So that was really nice. A stat to share with you is that Jake Oldroyd became BYU's all-time scoring leader um, ever in, in points. Jake Oldroyd has 335 now because of the field goal in um in the second quarter when we when we tied it up 10 to 10 so that's really cool i'm happy for him and he's also moving on once he's done this year so that was his last game and he became our all-time leader we have a boise state um kicking transfer kicker coming in and we also have a running back from unlv aiden robbins um he's gonna come in and That'll help our running back room because we're losing Chris Brooks and Lopini Katoa and stuff. 
So there's there's some transfers that are coming in from the transfer portal. It's really nice to get them going so that we can have some media action. But it's a really big thing, the transfer portal. Um, hopefully we can get some more good players, and that'll be nice. In basketball, we got a win against Utah at home, 75-66. to Utah beat Arizona, um, and they're they're pretty good because if you beat Arizona, you're you're probably very good. They they were almost ranked, and it would have been nice beating a ranked Utah at home in Provo. But I'll tell you this: our student section makes a difference um, with their free throws and all, um, and the just the home court advantage. It really helps us. I'm sure that if we played this game on the road, we would have lost. But we made enough big plays, and Rudy Williams is playing really well for us lately. So that's really good to get a win against Utah. Um, In our last game of Independence, BYU, we got the win, and we got a New Mexico Bowl trophy. It's like a bowl, like a pot, and it has a Native American design on it. It's a, it's a cool trophy. And to get our last game of Independence, I'm really happy that we got a win so we can go out strong. Wasn't the type of season we wanted, but we're going to the Big 12, so the future is bright. And I'm happy we got a bull win because we, we lost last year. So <clears throat> I'm happy for the Cougs. Okay, moving on to the NFL. There is a huge comeback. The Vikings got a 33-point comeback on Saturday. They were playing the Colts at home, and the Colts just couldn't get anything going on offense, so the Vikings took it as another opportunity to to make a huge fourth-quarter comeback. They've done the Minneapolis Miracle, the crazy game in Buffalo this year, and now the biggest comeback in NFL history. They just have a repetition for doing crazy stunts like that. Um, they... Their offense was just on fire in the last two quarters. The Colts couldn't do it. They jumped out to a huge lead. It was 33-0 in the second quarter, and then the Vikings came roaring back. I can't believe the Colts didn't win. It even went to overtime, and the Vikings kicker delivered the win for them. So, crazy business in the NFL. The World Cup Final. It was crazy. Argentina beat um, France on penalty kicks 4-2. Like, so it was two to two at the end of um, regular time. Mbappe for France, he scored both of their goals. Messi had had one for Argentina and another player. And then in extra time, Argentina took the early lead in the 105th or so minute because Messi got a shot that was saved, but it crossed the line, so it counted as a goal. And that was Messi's second goal of the game. And then. In the last minutes, Mbappe got another penalty kick because of a handball, and he put it in for his third his third goal of the game. So he got a hat trick. It helped him win the Golden Boot Award, which is given to the most schools. Mbappe is a really he has a really bright future, and he's helped France in a lot of ways. But ultimately, Messi, the greatest dribbler in all time, he delivered the win for Argentina. They won. They didn't even miss a single penalty shots and penalty kicks. They were unfazed, and they delivered the huge win for Argentina. So I'm sure everyone there were so happy that they got the win. It was such a good final. Best World Cup final I've ever seen. You should totally check it out if you haven't yet. 
um, also best World Cup match that's been on this whole time. So, you know, it's really good to see a World Cup final finish that crazily. But it was a great game. In the NBA, the Jazz beat the Pelicans two times in a row at home. And the Pelicans are number one ranked team in the West with Zion Williamson and C.J. McCollum. But the Jazz of Markin and, and Clarkson. And we, we got the win in overtime. So, sorry for the audio change, by the way. The Jazz are clearly a really good team, even without their best players. Let's go Jazz! There's been some great bowl games on, am I right? So, the Cure Bowl. It was UTSA versus Troy. Troy got the win 18-12. to I picked that right in Bowl Mania, and I'm proud of that. Because it's a close game, and I didn't know who to pick. But Troy got the win, I'm happy for them. So they finish off their season 12-2. and Not bad, not bad. In the Bahamas Bowl, UAB beat Miami, Ohio on a hectic finish. So Miami, Ohio was at the 20-yard line with one second left. They needed to get into the end zone, right? To score a touchdown. And so they threw a slant for about 15 yards. The wide receiver tried to make it in, but he was tackled at the 2-yard line. And they were short with no time left. So UAB got the win 24-20. to On Saturday, Oregon State destroyed Florida 30-3 to in the Las Vegas Bowl. Probably because Florida's quarterback, Anthony Richardson, didn't play. He declared for the draft instead. BYU won 24-23. Let's go. I, I predicted that right, of course, because it's BYU. It wasn't as high-scoring as I thought, but it was, it was the same closeness and same intensity, and it came down to the final play, so I'm proud of that. And North Texas versus Boise State. Man, did I predict this right or what? You should thank me for helping you out here because um it was 35 to 32 just like I thought back and forth the whole game North Texas had an upset bid and it was way closer than anyone thought it would be Boise State did get the win 35 32 like I thought but if they made it close North Texas they gave them a good run for their money on Monday in the Myrtle Beach Bowl the one with the nice trophy and the nice beach um, Marshall got the win 28-14. to Marshall's the team who beat Notre Dame earlier this year, if you didn't know. On Tuesday, which was yesterday, the Idaho Potato Bowl, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, it's called, it taters. Yeah, that, that's all I have to say about it. You watch the highlights of the game, and it shows the coach getting a fry bath, a French fry bath, at the end of the game. Like, Eastern Michigan got the win 41-27, to but the trophy you get is french fries. Like, you want to you wanna go to Idaho? Welcome to Idaho. Here's your trophy. Enjoy the french fries. Then you get showered with them on the field. Good old taters. Like, welcome to Idaho. And there's some good ones upcoming, too. Like, Baylor and Air Force, 5.30 tomorrow. I want Baylor to win because I predicted them to win, but I, I'd be happy if Air Force win and they did a service um, to the, to the armed forces, like, they do a tribute at the beginning of the game to the army, the navy, the air force, the marines, you know, to show their respect, that's why I wanted BYU to play in the game, but I'm happy to see that game, on Friday, Wake Forest and Missouri play, and then it kind of dies down for a Christmas season, everyone's celebrating and stuff, but it picks back up a few days after, because on the 28th, UCF and Duke, Kansas and Arkansas, 
and Oregon and North Carolina, and Texas Tech and Ole Miss. All great games. Like, there's a huge, I don't know, um, there's some really good games on after Christmas on the 28th. And then the 29th, it gets even better with um, Texas and Washington playing number 20 versus number 12 in the Alamo Bowl. Let's go, Texas. Like, it, it's lit. There's going to be some great games. And Texas versus Oklahoma, I can't wait. And then the day after that, man, we're getting spoiled here in college football. It's the Orange Bowl, Tennessee versus Clemson. I can't believe how many good games there are. It just gets better and better. Um, I'll be watching the games in a cabin in Heber. I'm really excited to see um, how those go out. College football bowl season is the best. Check it out and come watch the games. BYU got the win. I'm really happy about that. So it's really good. Um, and that's all for college football. I got a Christmas joke for you. What do snowmans eat for breakfast? Frosty bites. <laughs> Before you go, I need to tell you about a really important NFL game. It's the Eagles versus the Cowboys. It'll be on Saturday, December 24th, which is Christmas Eve at 2.05. And this is a big game because these two teams are some of the best in the NFC. And they're from the NFC East, which is really surprising because the NFC East is known for being really bad, but they're the best NFC conference this year. And it's such a huge game because it has um, many implications on the NFL playoff. And the, and Dallas and Eagles have been trash-talking each other a little bit. So it'll be exciting to see how they play out. Um, and you should totally Christmas Eve if you want to. But it's this game, everybody. <laughs> That wraps up my podcast for today. As always, thanks for listening, and if you liked it, be sure to check out my new recordings every week and share with a fellow Kooks fan. See you next time. Go Kooks!